0: Imagine a perfect world. Not what we see today, but a new world, ideal in every way. What would it be like? If you could remake everything you see, what would you change? Maybe you'd erase the political divides that plague our world. Perhaps you'd get rid of corruption, scandals, lies, and government propaganda. Maybe you'd reform the criminal justice system and institute new laws fair and just laws that protect the unborn and don't legalize immorality. You'd close loopholes that benefit the rich and powerful. Everyone would be truly equal before the law, all the time, without fail. Maybe you'd get rid of violence and war. No more men and women learning the art and science of warfare. And no more violence and anarchy in the streets. Is it possible? Am I only dreaming? You might think so looking at society today. If you read the headlines and watch the latest videos posted online, you might conclude that this hope for a perfect world is unrealistic. But stop a moment. This ideal world I just described is what your Bible predicts in detail. This may be a shock to some, but it's true. So let's take a look at the Bible and get a glimpse of that future. Yes, there are difficult years ahead. But after that, the future is bright. A better, just, and peaceful world is coming, and it will happen right here on this earth. So let's find out about that world by looking in the Bible. We'll examine one specific prophecy in the ancient book of Isaiah. You might be amazed at what we find. And also get ready to order our free study guide entitled The World Ahead. What will it be like? I'll give you information on how to order later in the program. The future is bright. A new world is coming. But how can we be so sure? I'll be right back with the answer. Welcome to Tomorrow's World. Many centuries ago in the ancient land of Judah, there lived a prophet named Isaiah. He lived in the 8th century B.C. Isaiah began his ministry by having a vision during the reign of King Uzziah. He recorded his visions in the book called by his name. It forms one of the foundational prophetic books of the Old Testament. What's fascinating about Isaiah is that much of the book predicts the coming of the Messiah and his glorious 1,000-year reign on earth, what we sometimes call the millennium. There's a particular prophecy we'll look at on today's program which gives us a glimpse of this coming new age. It begins in Isaiah chapter 2, verse 1. The word that Isaiah the son of Amos saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem now it shall come to pass in the latter days. What is this phrase, the latter days? Latter days refers to the end times the time right around the return of Jesus Christ to earth as King of kings and Lord of lords. If you can see we are living in the latter days right now, what comes next should cause us to stop and take notice. The events Isaiah speaks of are about to happen in our time. So what will the millennium be like? In the rest of this program, we'll discuss three wonderful descriptions of the millennium. The first is that 1000-year reign of Christ on earth will be a time of good and righteous rulers. Let's read Isaiah chapter 2 and verse 2. Now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow to it. What is this talking about? Well, The Bible often uses symbolic language to refer to real things. In symbolic terms, mountains refer to governments. So the mountain of the Lord's house means the government of the Lord. This is a government set up by Jesus Christ with Him ruling right here on earth in person. The verse further says, "...this government of the Eternal will be established on the top of the mountains." That means that even the strongest, most powerful nations on earth will be made to take direction from this government. Can you think of anything that will fundamentally change our world more than God's government directly ruling over the nations? Think about it. Whatever dictator you can imagine today, whichever strong man you can think of, Jesus Christ will personally be here on earth to subdue each and every leader of nations. It doesn't matter how powerful a military they have, the Son of God will subdue and rule over them. When we look at politics today, we're painfully reminded of the limits of human government. Whether it's corrupt dictatorships ruling by intimidation and fear, or liberal democracies that are all too often self-absorbed and ineffectual, We cannot seem to rule ourselves well. We see the frailties of our system in acts of injustice and in the breakdown of law and order. We just can't seem to rule ourselves. But we in this work at Tomorrow's World can tell you without hesitation, world unity is coming. No, it won't be brought about by a secret international society and it won't come about by some political movement sweeping over society. Every election cycle, there are millions of well-meaning and sincere people who desperately hope that maybe this time things will get better. But lasting peace always seems to be just beyond our grasp. The reason is there's only one source of true world peace, and that is the personal direct rule on Earth by the son of god jesus christ he will govern here on earth that's what isaiah predicted can you think of anyone better suited to rule the nations than the son of god he's forgiving he's loving and he's compassionate to the needs of the weak and the helpless and yet he will come in strength to subdue those bent on evil and oppression Not only that, He will have a core of righteous rulers working under Him, trained to govern just like Him. Notice what Jesus told His disciples in Luke 22 and verse 28. But you are those who have continued with Me in My trials, and I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as My Father bestowed one upon Me, that you may eat and drink at My table in My kingdom, and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Think about what Jesus said. The twelve apostles will reign over the nations of Israel under Jesus Christ. Just imagine a world run by righteous governors, real leaders committed to truth and justice at all times. No corruption, no political backstabbing, no compromising, and no backdoor deals all leaders dedicated to truth and justice. What would that world be like? Do you want to see it? It's not here yet, is it? But it is coming. The Bible declares it. Not only that, you can be a part of that team of righteous leaders Christ will use to bring peace, order, and love to this earth. Jesus did not limit that honor to His 12 disciples only. Notice what he said in the parable of the minas. In this familiar story, he described how a certain nobleman went to a far country to receive a kingdom. This is clearly a reference to Jesus himself. He called his citizens and gave them an amount of money to work with until he returned. When he came back, he handed out rewards based on their deeds. But notice the specific rewards he gave them. In Luke 19, and verse 16, we read, Then came the first, saying, Master, your mina has earned ten minas. And he said to him, Well done, good servant, because you are faithful in a very little, have authority over ten cities. Did you catch that? They were given a chance to rule over cities. That's talking about the millennium. That's talking about the 1,000-year period of the Son of God ruling on this earth. What an opportunity! If we are willing to be trained by Jesus Christ today, you and I also can directly impact thousands or even millions of people in the future. That hope and that future helps us endure the trials and tests of this life because we know a better world is coming and we can be there too. Today we're looking at one small portion of the book of Isaiah. But there's so much more, and we're offering a free study guide that can help you gain a deeper understanding of that world of the future. It will help you understand the prophecies of the Bible that point to Christ's millennial reign on earth. It's called The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? It will explain to you just how the true Jesus Christ will intervene. You'll begin to understand the depth of the joy under God's government of the future and what the conditions during the millennium will be like. The truth of Christ's rule on earth is something we desperately need in these difficult times. You need this free booklet. So write, call, or order online today.
1: Today's offer is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. Call now, 1-800-236-0531. Call toll-free now or write to us at the address on your screen or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. TO REQUEST TODAY'S FREE INFORMATIVE OFFER, NO COST, NO OBLIGATION, CALL TOLL FREE NOW OR VISIT US ONLINE AT TOMORROWSWORLD.ORG IN THE LAST
0: SEGMENT OF THIS PROGRAM, WE SAW THAT THE PROPHET ISAIAH OUTLINED CERTAIN HALLMARKS OF THE MILLENNIUM. ONE OF THEM IS GOOD, RIGHTEOUS RULERS. THIS WORLD DESPERATELY NEEDS THAT. But what else will happen during the 1,000-year reign of Christ? According to Isaiah, the millennium will also be a time of, number two, fair and just laws. Let's go back to Isaiah 2. After describing how God's government will establish itself over the governments of this world, what happens then? We read in Isaiah chapter 2 and verse 3. Many people shall come and say, Come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us His ways, and we shall walk in His paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. Zion is referring to Christ's capital in Jerusalem. Jesus, as King of kings, will establish new laws to be taught all over the world. But where will those laws come from? Well, this book, the Bible, from the word of the Lord, as Isaiah said. But what laws does the Bible teach? In Exodus 20, we find a beautifully concise summation of ten basic laws of God. Not thousands of laws taking up reams of paper and volumes of books, but ten simple laws. They're easy to remember, and not hard to understand. Laws like the one found in Exodus chapter 20 and verse 12. Honor your father and your mother. Imagine what the world would be like if that commandment was taught as a law and became a fabric of society. How would it change the world? What if children in every nation and every culture were taught and reminded and encouraged to love and honor their parents? Would that be a positive change? Now, of course, children can be children. They make mistakes. They misbehave sometimes. They're children. But they also respond to loving and kind but firm direction. This world could be so different if just that one law were embraced and taught in every level of society. Under Christ's rule, that will happen. Another law found in the Ten Commandments is found in verse 15 of Exodus 20. You shall not steal. What would it be like if that law was taught and reinforced to every member of society from little on? What if that was a value continually reinforced by every governor and judge and mayor? What if no leaders were ever accused of embezzling public funds, or skimming corporate profits. Just think, if every time a thief was caught for stealing, he was dealt with with real justice, evenly administered, and with the real opportunity to make it right, what a change it would make. Well, that will be a law of the land in Isaiah's picture of the millennium. Another law found in Exodus 20 and verse 8 is, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. What if the whole world was taught that every seven days you get a day off, guaranteed. Your work is done, you get to rest. It's a time to be refreshed and renewed. So many people today are stressed out by the frenetic pace of life. They work nonstop and they can't stop. They're trapped in life and are discouraged and depressed and feel like they're drowning. The seventh day Sabbath is the remedy God created the Sabbath by resting on the seventh day after six days of creation. And He wants us to enjoy one day a week when we rest in body, mind, and spirit. On that day, He wants us to fill our minds with the higher thoughts of His ways and His words. Imagine if the whole world was practicing this wonderful principle and law. By the way, in case you doubt the whole world will ever be keeping the seventh-day Sabbath together, let me quickly refer you to another prophecy of Isaiah, in chapter 66 and verse 23. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before Me, says the Lord. How could it be any clearer? We haven't even talked about the law against murder and adultery and lying and profanity. These laws and others will be used to teach everyone to love God and love their neighbor. And upon repentance and baptism, they'll be forgiven of past sin through the precious blood of Jesus Christ. They'll come to know just how much He loves them and cares for them. He'll give them His Spirit, which will enable them to understand His truth and grow to walk in His ways. That's the wonderful world to come. That's the society of the 1,000-year reign of the Son of God. And you and I can start preparing now by committing our life to Jesus Christ and living this way today. And we can even be numbered in the saints who will help establish that world of tomorrow. There's so much more to this story that we don't have time to cover today. And that's why we're offering you the free booklet, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? In it, you'll learn that God's laws are the true way to blessings. You'll come to understand how and why this world jumped off the track. You'll see that the truth must be restored. This booklet will give you vital information about the future and how you can be a part of it. We've reserved your copy for you, and it's been paid forward by others who want you to get this vital information. So call, click, or write today.
1: Today's offer is yours absolutely free, no cost, no obligation. Visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. Find us on Facebook, watch us on YouTube, and follow us on Twitter. There's one more
0: aspect of the millennium that we'll talk about in this program. In addition to good and righteous government and fair and just laws, it will be a time of, number three, real and lasting peace. Is that possible? Could we really see the cessation of war? For the past 100 years, the world has been desperately trying to stop the scourge of war. World War I was the costliest war in human history until that time. It's estimated there were over 20 million military and civilian deaths in World War I. In 1920, after the war, the League of Nations was formed. Headquartered in Geneva, Switzerland, the League of Nations was envisioned to be the place where international disputes could be resolved. But that didn't happen. World War II erupted 19 years later. It was fought all over the world, from the jungles of Burma to the deserts of North Africa and the beaches of Normandy. World War II caused the deaths of another estimated 40 to 50 million people. After that bloody war, another international body was formed called the United Nations. According to the UN website, it was formed with one central mission, the maintenance of international peace and security. And the United Nations has sent peacekeeping forces all over the world on 70 different missions. But sadly, the UN has not been able to stop war. From 1945 to 2017, there have been over 160 different armed conflicts around the world, resulting in more than 13 million deaths. Will things ever change? The Bible says yes. The book of Isaiah says there is a coming time when the guns and bombs and rockets will cease. Well, how will that happen? After describing the government of God, teaching and enforcing the righteous laws of God, Isaiah then says in chapter 2 and verse 4, He shall judge between the nations and rebuke many people. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation. What a difference from our day! In 2019, the total amount of military expenditures worldwide was $1.9 trillion. That's almost $2 trillion. To put it into perspective, if $1 trillion bills were stacked one on top of each other, you could build a tower one-third of the way to the moon. And this figure is double that. Put another way, the globalgiving.org website estimates that for $265 billion a year, world hunger could be eliminated. And that's a high end estimate. Other estimates show it could be ended for much, much less. But even at that amount, $265 billion, just imagine that's what it would take to make sure that no one on planet Earth would go hungry for a whole year. And yet we spend about eight times that on guns and tanks and airplanes. What a day that will be when this prophecy comes to pass. Outside of the UN headquarters in New York City there's a famous statue. It's of a man beating a sword into a farming tool. At the base of that statue is this scripture we've been reading from Isaiah chapter 2. But has the United Nations ended war? Can the UN end war? The answer is an emphatic no. But Isaiah 2 gives us an inspiring and encouraging glimpse into the future when God's Word assures us that under the direction of the Son of God, war will end. He will make it happen. Now, will some nations resist? Sure, and that's why it says He will rebuke many people. Some will have to learn the hard way. But over time, most will surely see the value of submitting to Jesus Christ and enjoying the blessings of living in peace can you see it can you envision it we hope you can and to help you get that picture firmly in your mind we have a free study guide it's entitled the world ahead what will it be like in this free publication you'll learn that a key to this world of harmony and peace will be a new educational system you'll see there will be respect for teachers And one of the things that will be taught is God's approach to agriculture and health. There's so many facets of this coming millennium, you need to study it for yourself. So don't forget, call, write, or order online. The world ahead, what will it be like?
1: Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call now, 1-800-236-0531. Call toll free now or write to us at the address on your screen or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. To request today's free informative offer, No cost, no obligation. Call toll-free now or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org.
0: In today's program, we've looked at millennial passages in the book of Isaiah that prophesy of the Messiah's reign on earth. As we close, let's look at some of Jesus' own words. When He began His ministry, He had a message to give. What was that message? In Mark 1:14, we read, Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Jesus was preaching the good news of the kingdom of God. And what we've seen today through the eyes of the prophet Isaiah is a glimpse into that glorious kingdom on this earth. Not up in heaven, but right here on this earth. And truly, when we comprehend what a change Jesus Christ will bring to this suffering and troubled world, that message is good news. That age of Christ's reign on earth is coming. It's not far off. He will be the King of kings and Lord of lords. He'll bring integrity and righteousness to the administration of the earth. He'll stop the chaos and confusion in our streets. He'll teach laws which promote a way of life, of love, and harmony. And He will put an end to the cycle of war and violence that plagues this world. Humanity cannot solve its problems, but Jesus Christ can, and He will. Because He is our Savior who loves us and cares for us, and He will rule the right way. He has our best interests at heart. After all, hasn't He proven that? by giving His life for us? We yearn for the day when our Savior, the Son of God, is here with us on this earth, and this vision of the future will be reality. So don't forget our free offer on today's program, The World Ahead, What Will It Be Like? It will open your eyes to the soon coming return of Jesus Christ and how His reign will change the world. And keep watching for more Tomorrow's World episodes as Gerald Weston, Richard Ames, Wallace Smith and I make sense of today's news through the prophecies of tomorrow's world. See you next week.
1: Today's offer is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Call now, 1-800-236-0531. Call toll-free now or visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.
0: What does the Bible say about our day? That
1: book that so many claim to be the source of their beliefs and behaviors. You need to study this in your own Bible. Let's look at it together. After all, isn't that the source that really matters?